Section 5 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, February 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Geographic Literature. Stanford's Compendium of Geography and Travel, North America, Volume 1 canada and newfoundland by samuel edward dawson pages 719 with 18 maps and 90 illustrations london edward stanford 1897 this work forms part of a revision of stanford's compendium the first edition of which was published in 1883 in that edition canada and the united states occupied one volume in the present the dominion occupies with newfoundland one large volume being more than doubled in size the book is simply a geographical description of the british possessions in north america its first chapter after the introduction describes the american side of the north atlantic then the dominion of canada is taken up as a whole its extent area boundaries relief drainage system climate fauna indian tribes political organization population means of communication government history and industries each of the provinces is then described under much the same plan but in greater detail in succeeding chapters this method of description involves much repetition greatly and unnecessarily extending the book an interesting chapter is included in the history of acadia the illustrations and maps are excellent and the type and paper all that could be desired. Altogether, the work, as a description of our northern neighbor, is easily the best yet published. It is curious to find, however, at this late date, anyone gravely contending for the preposterous claims of Great Britain in regard to the international boundary on the north of Maine, as is done by the author of this book. The story may be briefly told. By the Treaty of Peace at the close of the Revolution, that boundary was placed, in terms, on the divide between the Atlantic and the St. Lawrence. No sane, disinterested person could interpret this otherwise than as meaning the divide north of St. John's River. But Great Britain, with her accustomed modesty, claimed that the divide referred to was that between the Penobscot and the St. John's. The matter was finally referred to the King of Holland, who split the difference between the conflicting claims and placed the boundary on the St. John's River. And now our author pleads that Great Britain fared hardly under this decision. H. G. A pamphlet recently issued by Dr. E. L. Corthell, C.E., entitled Remarks Before the Committee on Rivers and Harbors, contains a history of the jetties at the mouth of the Mississippi, and a statement of the dangers to which navigation is now subjected at that point. Twenty-five years ago, New Orleans was well-nigh cut off from the sea by reason of bars which had been deposited at the mouth of the passage. Southwest Pass, then the broadest and deepest, had a depth of water at its mouth of barely 18 feet. To remedy this, it was proposed by the Board of Army Engineers to canalize the Southwest Pass at a cost of eleven and a half million dollars in opposition to this mr james b eads proposed at his own risk 
to build jetties and maintain a channel thirty feet deep after a long struggle mr ede's proposition was accepted with certain modifications the principle of which was that south pass a much narrower and shallower outlet should be taken and that a depth of twenty-six feet or a breadth of not less than two hundred feet should be opened and maintained everyone knows the triumphant success of mr ede's project that the river has cut away its bar at the mouth of south pass and a depth of thirty-four feet has been maintained through south pass for a score of years now however these improvements are seriously threatened in eighteen ninety one a crevasse was cut through the low bank just above the head of south pass and through this crevasse a large proportion of the river's water is pouring to the gulf so large a proportion that a sufficient flow cannot be obtained through south pass to keep the channel clear and it is rapidly silting up the eads executors have spent in attempts to close this crevasse one hundred forty five thousand dollars h g end of section five